Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back in for another episode of Tapping the Plate on the 435 Podcast Network. I'll tell you at the beginning, please like, subscribe, and download once a month. More in-depth interviews with Royals players, trying to get them to know outside of just their play on the field. Although, our guest this week, Brett Phillips, usually a little more of an open book than some uh, some other guys, depending on the day. How are you? Hey, hi. How are you, Cody? <laughs> Good to see you, man. I like what you did there, tapping the plate. Cody, tap. I yeah. get it. That's pretty nifty. We tried multiple other versions through legal. So it works, you know, like when you work at a big company, you try other versions. So they're like, nah, somebody already has that name. You're like, nope, a different one. I'm like, well, we're just going to use my name. <laughs> People don't have my name, so that must be safe, right? I like it. I like it. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Uh, excited to be here, obviously, back in the big leagues. and. Excited to be on your show as well. How, um, you know, you, you mentioned being back up in the big leagues, and you've talked about, like, that growth through the minors and, and that being a good thing for you and solving some hitting things. But even still, like, that time period's always got to be – like, that taste of the big leagues and then having to, like, re-earn that potential has got to be kind of a really tough time for you, right? Yeah, I mean, I've started, you know, the last eight seasons in the minor leagues. I've never started a year in the big leagues. Um, I've been optioned up and down over 10 times, I think. Uh, so, you know, during those periods, it's, it's obviously tough to get a taste and then go back down in the minor leagues and you're, you're flying, um, you're having to go through security at three o'clock in the morning as in the big leagues, you just go right up to, you know, the tarmac, get right on the plane or, you know, the scheduling of the minor league season and compared to the big league season all the the perks the big leagues has to offer you get a taste of and then you go back down to the minor league so you know it's tough but obviously it's it's always a blessing coming back up here and getting to experience it what is your favorite perk like like let's at least discuss that for a minute because yeah, i've definitely. heard other guys we've talked about like i understand the travel and, and trip like it's a nightmare right yeah. it's a bus and it's you're gone till four in the morning but like what, what what is the perk you enjoy the most about being a big leaguer i think it, it it has to be food. I love eating, and TJ, okay. our chef down here, even on the road, like food is never a issue of uh, being good. Um, it's always good, and it's always there for you whenever you want it. And even if um, it's not a hot meal, they always have like lunch meat out for you, snacks. I mean, it's constantly just catered to you when it comes to food. And in the minor leagues, you may have like goldfish or like a banana <laughs> sure. like a, you know the royals actually do a really good job in in AAA with uh supplying us with with good food um but with brewers in houston um it, it was tough so the royals do a really good job with that in the minor leagues but when you're up in the big leagues i mean you any dessert you have ice cream um shop or ice cream a freezer and you you've just got so much food that available to you um the, the time you've spent up here just a brief time and like the staying power that comes with the big leaguers how much have you just in that early going taken in some of those lessons from other guys about like you know because other guys have talked about like leaning on gordon a guy who 
I don't know if it was ten times he went up or down, but he went up or down. Yeah, a few times. Or Mustaka, like some guys through the league, through four, even just the Royals have kind of done that. Danny Duffy, probably another guy who's done that. If you leaned on other guys during moments like that, just like hey, what you know to to kind of get through, I guess when you're yeah, going up and down I mean, like that. It's not necessarily you know picking their brain, but almost just. Um, they're just, they're just encouraging, you know, I talked to Gordo when I came up here and he was telling me, you know, like how he was in a transition period of switching, um, positions. Oh yeah. And you know, he, he struggled at the plate. I talked to Witt the other day. I asked him, you know, did you ever struggle hitting when you came up? He said, uh, yeah, he had gotten sent down he went like four for fifth, three or something for 50. And he's just, you know, just keep learning every day. So it's just a matter of, uh, in- encouragement from those guys, um, you know, every time I got optioned up or optioned down and then, you know, came back up, whether it was with Milwaukee or, you know, here in Kansas City, always try and pick guys' brain and just watch how they go about their business, especially guys like Alex Gordon, see how much I can learn from him. I mean, he's played over 10 years. That's obviously the ultimate goal next to winning a World Series is, is getting your 10 years in the big leagues. Yeah. So it's just a matter of learning every day, like Witt said, and gravitating towards guys who have that experience when and look i want to get to the fun loving side of brett phillips here too obviously but like sometimes you know when people talk because you are so outwardly facing you like always are having a good time right you like to laugh um you know that's well known about you but like when you're going through moments like that is it is it ever hard to like put on that face or is it or is that just who you are naturally and then you know, maybe in a quieter moment at home or something, it might be different. Than- yeah, yeah, that's exactly. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the baseball doesn't define who I am as a person. And so, you know, obviously I'm competitive, and when I struggle, I feel it internally, but I try not to let it affect me, you know, outwardly. And, you know, how I am as a person, which is, like you said, go happy, go lucky, you know, fun and loving. And obviously when I get in between the lines, I know it's time to, you know, play baseball and go hard, but – at the end of the day, you know, there's way more to life than, than baseball. And obviously my number one job while I'm here is to, you know, help a team win. But when I walk away from, from you know, the the ballpark, it's, you know, back to regular life, you know. Yeah. I've got a relationship. Um, I'm getting married here soon. Obviously relationship with mom and family, friends to uphold. So I can't be letting, you know, my work affect me in that sense, um, outside the field as well. How, okay. So the wedding stuff, that's, that's yeah. coming up like right after <laughs> November the season. 9th, yep. What level of involvement has your planning in been on a scale of one to a hundred? Yeah. I would say like a four. Okay. Look, it's the middle of a baseball. <laughs> she's, she's uh. definitely handled the, a lot of the weight of the wedding and I'm super thankful for, her so I can focus on baseball. Um, but we have conversations every once in a while. She tries not to bring it up. Um, but stuff that needs to be, um, you know, I have to take care of like, who are you inviting? Like stuff like that. <laughs> like, who's actually <laughs> who's, coming? Yeah. Who's coming? But other groomsmen. Than, uh, those yeah. Grooms. Yeah. Like questions I have to answer. But other than that, she's manning the ship on that, which is I'm super thankful for. What guys in the team are coming? You send out invite yet? Yeah, I did. Um, well, Lance McCullers and Josh Hader are groomsmen of mine. Oh, okay. Man, you um, guys go back, I guess the Astros yeah, days. Yeah. Houston. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone from Kansas City, just because it, it when it happened. Sure. Well, yeah, when it ha- when I got traded over, I I think we were already sending out the the invites almost. Sure. Um, 
But we've got about 300 people coming, so it's going to be a pretty large wedding. Uh, what? So where, like, I guess in the whole scheme of all of this, like when you're talking about all the planning and stuff like that, um, similar to, like, I guess I would ask you what's your favorite thing about big leagues. Was there something about the wedding you're like, now this is, like, there's one thing I, I definitively had want, and it was this. Uh, the cake. Yeah, I the cake. Yeah, the cake. That was not the answer I was expecting. I thought like, I told you I love food. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so uh, especially when it came to the cake, I, you know, a lot of weddings have these super fancy flavors, um, like red velvet, sure stuff like that. I don't like that. I just okay. want like the marble. I think we did like marble or cookie dough, something like that. Just and I'll, cake. you know, yeah, just I just want like a good tasting cake. I don't. Yeah, obviously it's gonna look nice, but at the same time, I don't want it to be like super fancy with some made up you know flavor that people want to <laughs> look i had yellow cake with chocolate frosting at that's my amazing wedding, so oh, i'm in on didn't that have to talk yeah. <laughs> don't have to talk to me about simplified yeah cake. that was my wife's choice we didn't even have to that's like, great what cake do we like this cake Boom. simple chocolate. yeah well, I, and that's i feel like what it should be what do you like what flavor do you like now that like see i, I don't even think back in spring training i was aware of your uh, love affair with food, right? So back then I wasn't fully aware, but in spring training you actually ate something I baked. Yeah. You, even though that might be breaking the rules, so it turns out, for me. Well, you know, like you nah, guys are, what you, I said, look, I didn't. I, I, I asked for flour. it, okay? I <laughs> asked for it. So um, how did I do? Amazing. Okay. Killed it. You had a cinnamon roll, you and Billy Hamilton and I think Brian Goodwin yep. at the time. Oh, yeah, and it Terrence was, Gore. And Gore, that's yeah. right. It yeah. was originally Goodwin suggest because he was asking him and Gore were asking me like what I do in my free time. I was like, I, I yeah, mean, I like, like here, well, it's just me. So I'll cook or yeah. bake or you know whatever I got to do to, you know, it's just me for six weeks in Arizona. I've got two kids, but like they're home for so sure. It's not a big so deal. you got some time on your hands. So I wanted to know exactly how. Oh, I, it, was, it was good. Yeah, we'll we appreciate a we good pr- score. Uh, heck yeah. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure, <laughs> at least on that end. Um, you know, you've got interest outside. You mentioned that. You know, for you, baseball's not going to be this defining thing. And I know that one of the, like, you're obviously involved in social media or involved in Twitch, you know, for streaming game platforms and stuff. What kind of drew you to that at first, other than, like, a love of video games? Is it the, like, there is almost a performance art to it? It is, it is. Yeah, so my take on, like, outside of activities of baseball, it's all the same. You know, guys, their passion, they have, they want, they like to hunt. You know, they like to fish and in the, in, they like to golf My, for myself. I like to play video games and I don't know. I think a lot of people frown upon it. I don't know why it's, it's a passion. You know, I enjoy playing video games. I am a very competitive person. And when it comes to video games, I can get that competitive, you know, feeling sure. that I, not that I feel on a big league field, but it, close to it, you know, especially when you're playing with your buddies. So it is a passion of mine. Uh, Twitch came about, about, a year and a half ago where some someone was like hey like you know you can pe- you can have an audience people can people can watch you and i was like what like, which to me is like a kid like i grew up on super nintendo i'm like it seems weird to me that someone would have watched me play, play super nintendo yeah. but look i get it i'm it's like a it's a, oh i mean it's a billion dollar industry i know yeah and it's crazy look, so ninja just got that adidas deal right uh sony oh sony yeah um so you know it's something I enjoy to do. I've been playing video games ever since I can remember growing up, and it's always been, you know, fun for me. So might as well take advantage of other sources of <laughs> revenue as well. Sure, that doesn't hurt. And yeah. I know that like part of like that is you you made okay money doing some of the Twitch stuff there last yeah. year. But I'd heard you and I were talking a little bit in the clubhouse the other day, and part of what part of that money you make from Twitch, you've actually been sending 
to help someone else. I, so I kind of wa- I want to know the backstory. So yeah, rem- just to explain to the people you you send part of the money you make from Twitch now to try to help one person. Like yeah, just one person, a particular person go through college. Right? Yeah, yep. So what happened was when I heard about Twitch and you know I could make money playing video games, um, I didn't feel like it was right to. Because I'm a major league baseball player, sure. So like people paying to watch me play, I didn't feel like it was kind of like, um, how do I say? I didn't feel right about sure. that. So what I wanted to do was with that money help someone else who I hadn't met. I literally just met this kid on playing on oh playing games. Yeah, and he was in high school at the time, and he he was working at Taco Bell. And he was grinding, you know, trying to make money. Um, And so what I wanted to do, I I wanted to bless this kid. I wanted to help him out. And so I told him, hey, like, I'm going to pay for what I've um, had to get to stream, like the computer and and stuff like that. I'm going to pay for that. After that, I'm going to give you half of the money that I make to help you through college. So he's like, all right, like, I don't I've never met the guy. And but I still haven't met him. Still haven't met. He's tried to come out. Okay, um, it just hasn't worked out uh, with his with his family. But um, I I sent him like the first installment. It was like a hundred bucks, and he's like freaking out. And <laughs> we're up to like over a thousand dollars, and it's he's in junior college. He's still working at Taco Bell, and his family, you know, called me and is just like, this is the nicest thing anyone you know has done for us. We literally, we appreciate it. He was able to take a summer class this summer because of the money and he like what's he studying um i didn't even do you know that it's just like hey man whatever you want to do that's fine yeah so i and you know it's just something that i i'm able to help someone out with so in doing what i love so what do we you know and it's funny like you were playing games against him right was like and then you got to know him through there he got on my team we were playing Fortnite. he was unbelievable like the best, and I I, I want to win. You know what I mean. Sure. So, so I want like, the best on guy. my team. Hey, you know, come, I'm gonna invite you. You're gonna play on my squad, and I I had like Lance McCullers. I had like two other big leaguers on my squad <laughs> at the time. He has no clue who we are, but this kid is just carrying us, and he's helping us win. And what what do we like to do? We like to win. So I introduced him. He's played with all, all the guys, you know, um, <laughs> and so like I said, was able to bless him. That's that's kind of a fu- like it's funny where like you meet or make a connection or things like that because like you know a lot of times when guys come up to the big leagues eventually they a lot of guys who are in the big leagues for a while kind of find something they eventually work you know like Dozier this year has been working with Big Brothers yeah. and Big Sisters or Keller started working out the strikeout you know strikeout slavery this year like guys do eventually kind of find something to work with but like in this time it's like hey look I, I make a little bit doing this and I can help someone, someone in a very else. tangible yeah. way. I that's I I think it's very cool. Cool. Very different. Thank you. That, 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 uh, yeah. That I, it's such a funny connection to kind of find in there to find out more and more about the person. You're like, boy, that I can. I mean, you probably respect going through a grind. Minor league baseball can be a grind. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it, it, I'm curious what he's studying now. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to ask. Have him. To find his out. name is Brian. But Brian. Like, yeah, his <laughs> his uh, his his username's Fatal. Some Fatal Reapers or something like that. We're like, oh, this guy. Do you still fatal. team up with him? Uh, I haven't played in a while, so I guess uh, during the seasons, maybe. A, yeah, it's I don't get to play as much during the season. But um, are there other hobbies? Like, you know, we're always just curious. Like, some of this time is nice because we get to spend it finding out more about 
kind of, you know, like, because I think we've kind of got a handle, I guess, a little bit yeah. on the type of player you've been. Are there other things you, like, you play video games, well, obviously you take a lot of baseball, but is there time for other hobbies outside of that? I mean, off-season schedule, you know, goes, wake up, I go directly to workouts, which is a couple hours, I'll work out, and then I'll go hit for about an hour and a half, throw, do all that stuff. And then by then, you know, I'm just I'm just trying I, to chill yeah. and, and hang out with friends and family. Um, for the most part, video games. Or your soon-to-be wife, right? Actually yeah, spend some soon, time with yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for the most part, I'm, I'm like a chameleon. I like everything. You know, I can I can... I can enjoy whatever. If if someone invites me to go golf, I'll go golf. If someone wants to invite me to do something, I, I'm I'm up for whatever. I just don't put all my time and effort into one thing other than hanging out with friends and family and video games. <laughs> Outside of like the hobby end of things. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, when you were talking about you know your, your wife, like I've asked people about relationship stuff before. You know, like minor league and going through that. What's her personality like? Your like sometimes people go the opposite. Yeah. Like you're big, bubbly. Yeah, life is she like that too, yeah, or is no, she more kind of reserved? Yeah, she's more reserved. Um, she can be an extrovert when it's time. You know, if we're at a party and she has to mingle. But you know, also she's more uh, introverted. I would say, and I'm obviously, you know, the extrovert all the, the time. Uh, but you know, she. I always say she's like the calmness to to my storm. You know, because I'm just so high energy and she she kind of levels me out <laughs> who reached out to who first when you started dating uh so her how aunt, far back i guess do you guys uh four, we've been together four and a half years her aunt was my pe teacher in high school okay yeah but um so we met when i was with houston her dad was the bench coach um trey hillman yeah yeah so her this dad, is why i'm asking i yeah so her dad was the bench coach um he used to be the manager here yeah that's what i heard yeah uh, and so what happened was I'm playing in spring training. I was in the, on the minor league side, but I got called over for a big league game. Okay. And at the game, uh, one of the coaches, Rat- Radisson, came up to me and said, hey, someone's here that wants to see you. And in my head, I'm like, who do you know that I know? Yeah. So I went out there, and it was Miss Wood, my, my PE teacher, teacher sure. from high school. And she's with Bree and her mom down the line. So I give you know Miss Wood a hug and – Trey was sitting there talking to them. Obviously, they were there to see him. So during the game, uh, Miss Wood was just talking me up. Oh, I used to love that guy in high school. Like he was so respectful. Basically, playing matchmaker. Nice. And um, after the game, they came down. We took a photo, and uh, Bree had sent it to me and said, "You know, it was a pleasure meeting you. Good luck with your career. You know, type st- situation." Well, I didn't. I you know, took a liking. I was like, wow, she's beautiful. Sure. And I, I wanted to extend the conversation, but I had, I didn't want to disrespect Trey in any way. So it was a very fine line that I was You're not going to try to ask out his daughter in front of him. No, exactly. So there was a very fine line that I was walking. And what happened was I said, Bree lives in Texas at the time. And I said, Hey, listen, I'm going out to California. If I get called up to double a, which is Corpus Christi for Houston, I'll call your dad and I'll ask him if I could take you out on a date. And she well, was, you went super traditional with it. Yeah. So we 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 stayed in touch. It was like sure. not like today's day where you text back and forth every day. It was like once every week or two weeks check in. Hey, how are you doing? So then, sure enough, at the break I get called up, and I I still was interested in Bree. Sure. So I call up Trey. 
And I was like, hey, Trey, you know, it's Brett Phillips. I'm in the minor leagues with y'all. He's like, yeah, I know who, who you are. I was like, you know, um, congratulations so far. This is when they were playing really oh. well. He said, but I said, the reason I'm calling is because I want to ask to take your daughter out on a date. And there was like a, a long pause. For a guy in your own coaching staff, that's got to be a moment. Yeah. So he's like, I had a feeling this call was coming. He said, I've asked several people about you, and they've all had good things to say. He goes, but this isn't promising that she's going to like you. <laughs> so uh, her and her mom came out um, to Corpus, and the first date, I mean, we took her to Whataburger. And, okay. then, and yeah, just super casual. And then we went to the aquarium and just hung out, got to know each other because we hadn't you know, spent really that time. Really hung out, yeah. And f- here we are four and a half years later. We're engaged and getting married here in November. So it's- have, Has Trey warmed up to you? Oh man, yeah. He, okay. it, with him and I have we have a great relationship. We don't talk about baseball very much. Obviously, he's he's an open ear if I want to, but for the most part, yeah, you know, he it's just how you know when I do talk to him once every you know couple weeks. How you doing? You know how you feeling? Stuff like that. Did Nothing. did you ask him stuff about Kansas City or about the Nothing. Royals? See, I, you know, because who knows? I mean, he yeah. was here obviously when have. Some, or at least of the, you know, it was different, like it was a different time and a different era yeah. and a different time in the city too. But, you know, that would have felt like, like, oh, I, maybe I should see what Trey feels about. Uh, no, honestly, he at. had all good things to say about the, the people, obviously sure. Dayton Moore, um, all the people that are still here. But for the most part, he's like, man, just, you know, obviously make your own um, opinions. It, it's a great city. And, and that's basically all it was, you know, he told me just, it was very brief. Sure. Very, very brief. And uh, here I am. We don't really talk about. Bree went from one baseball life to another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she must be okay with the life of. Uh, no, yeah. The it, life of baseball. It's really good. She understands, you know, obviously growing up, seeing her dad leave for long periods of time. And she's. Uh, she can. And he coached overseas. Yep. Coached in mean, Japan. So. Um, so she can lean on her mom and ask for advice, uh, which is, you can't. There's nothing like the baseball life, uh, especially being a wife. So um, it's really good that she's had that. You said took a little, just a little bit of time with Trey. He at least said it didn't mean she had to like you. Did you hit it off with mom right away? At least oh, I'm, okay. I'm, me and her mom. Uh, she, that's my uh, yeah, that's my lady right there. She's a, she's an angel to put up with Trey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, um, just back to baseball a little bit. You, you talk about like all of those times when you like want to lean on people and kind of go through things. You know, we talked a little in the clubhouse the other day about kind of the hustle you put in behind the game and that being the type of player you are. The further part of that is, like, sometimes does that mean you're you're a little too critical of yourself? Like, if you're going through those struggles or trying to find your way, do you, are you sometimes a little too critical on yourself? Ned talks about that with young players, thinking yeah. every at-bat means too much. Is that something you've you know had to combat, I guess, in yeah. your early career? Honestly, like, the circumstances of being traded for – Mike Moustakis, who was a big part of the Kansas City Royals, I feel not pressure, but I feel like I want to perform so bad because of what Kansas City gave up for me and Jorge Lopez. I want to. I I don't necessarily want to be Mike Moustakis or fill his shoes or anything, but I I want to live up to what that trade. Yeah, I want to live up to those expectations, and you know sometimes I get ahead of myself and I have to be like, all right, just play my own game. You know, not try and be someone I'm not and trust that, you know, my athletic ability is good enough to help the Kansas City Royals win 
and you know do the small stuff good what they want so you and Bubba shared some time in center and in right down in AAA and now you guys are again sharing time between those two positions how different has it been like I, I'm curious from a baseball perspective since people talk about like playing outfield at Kauffman Stadium once you make that transition just how big of a difference is that from a traditional field yeah I mean they they call it the jungle that's there. what they call it they call it the jungle oh, okay. i think lorenzo kane came up with that just because it's so big um but it's it's real the the gaps are are bigger than most but it helps bubba and i and you know other guys like billy it, it helps our athleticism um it, it it brings out yeah. you know our our abilities more because of how big the gaps are we're able to make cooler plays that you know <laughs> Maybe wouldn't always be there, right? Yeah, exactly. When you were um, w- when that trade happened and you were coming out of it, you know, look at the Astros. You had some, you had success. You were their minor league player of the year one year, mm-hmm. and like you know, things were going well. Was that you know, like to live up to the Mustakas thing? Well, but was that a hard yeah the- transition? Like when it felt like you had done good things for an organization, and then you're like, now I have to impress a, a new group of people. Was that kind of a hard transition for you? Yeah, it's tough, especially being young. You know, I I came up with the Astros, and I was really just enjoying my development quite well I came from you know a six round pick just a raw very raw player and then molding me into you know uh, the the minor league player of the year so I was really you know enjoying my my progress and then I get traded to Milwaukee and when you get traded you're almost expected to be like when they draft a first rounder there's a lot of expectations and there's a lot of, you know, they want you to be the player that maybe you're not. You know what I mean? I, sure. At, at, at the time. And so, for me, I was developing quite well. And then when I got traded, there was it was two different philosophies. Because Houston wanted me to be a leadoff guy, get on base, you know, that type of player. When I got traded to Milwaukee, it was put me in, they put me in the three-hole and they wanted me to hit for power. So started tinkering with my mechanics to be a power hitter. I've never been a power hitter, but I put up power numbers when I was with Houston because it was just more of a, a a line drive contact type swing that I was able to put the ball in the ballpark. And they thought, Hey, take big swings, take big swings. So I, I, I got in, you know, I got stuck, um, trying to find myself with Milwaukee. And then it took me about a year to get, to get out of that. And then, here I am and then, and then you <laughs> with get, another organization. And basically, they've done a really good job with uh, trying to take what Houston and Milwaukee's told me and kind of put it together. So that's that's where I'm at. When, you know, like obviously when those transitions happen, you're just kind of going from then kind of at that same level where we're talking about where that. But at least, you know, for you, it, it must have been nice to always have like one part of your game where you felt good, right? Like defensively, there was Definitely. always something that felt like this part of my game there. works, and nobody changes. No it. No one touches and it. it. Yeah, and it's good and it but works. That's the best is when you know when things are going well. There, there's nothing to be said. But obviously, when things aren't going good, you know everyone has something to say, and it all comes from a good place. It's all good stuff. But at the same time, it's like what, you know, what should I try and you know focus on because there's so much information. We're speaking here with Brett Phillips on Tapping the Plate here on the 435 Podcast Network. Like, download, subscribe. So we'll do these once a month podcasts. We'll continue them in the offseason as well, or at least in some form. Uh, so please stay tuned here for more of these. Brett, when, um, like, when you're putting all of this together and now you're back up and all, you know, like, 
now you get to kind of um, be you, I guess, and kind of go through those motions again. When when people think about all of the silly stuff and the things that you've and like, and for a good reason, silly, right? Yeah. When you do stuff like that, how much you know? How much does that kind of help you through that stuff too? Like, if you get to like be any part of any of the organizational yeah. stuff, where I don't know, like Mark Teen had a high five video or anything like that. How much does you know like those it, things kind of keep your mind at ease that you get to keep yeah. you know having fun through? Well, I think you know you look at what Milwaukee. Milwaukee is all about like social media. Oh yeah, and you know kind of pushing personality. And I think when you're able to be yourself and not kind of worry about you know walking on eggshells sure. or saying something or doing something that you're not supposed to um you you know you're i it it reflects on the field and you know i f- i feel comfortable but you know obviously there's 30 different teams and 30 different flavors so you know over here it's more you know they don't they it's more like just play baseball sure. and obviously i'm all about that as well so it's kind of just finding finding that happy medium to you know be be someone they want you to be but at the same time trying to keep some authenticity yeah yeah to who you are uh, yeah. right as a person and obviously so much of that is what we talk about is like people get used to your laugh or <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> um, and that's people saying hey can you can you laugh for me down the line and stuff like that it's just not the right time to to try and you know obviously i'm you locked in <laughs> hey can you can you just laugh for me uh, i don't like that <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell me a joke or yeah. like go through the rest of it what were some of like um over the years like you mentioned houston and ball in like and the Brewers, who are some of the guys that you like to cut it up with the most here for the Royals organization? I guess because you spent time with some of the guys who are up now because they've called up so many players this year. So yeah. A lot of your teammates are here now. Who are some of the guys that uh, typically in AAA or I guess now here in the bigs that you've, uh, I Honestly, guess, enjoyed the comedy company with? Uh, uh, well, I, I really enjoy, obviously, Salvador. He's, he's fun. I didn't have him in AAA. Um but you know, there's Nicky Lopez is a funny guy. Yeah. There's a great group of guys down there in the in the clubhouse. They're phenomenal, phenomenal. And I just gravitate towards people, everyone, to you know, just to see what they're all about. And but it felt like you got some of the uh, like people joke about lefty pitchers being kind of quirky guys. Yeah, seems like you could end up following in that same group because Danny's a quirky guy, right? <laughs> Not in a bad he way. Is. I he's think great. he would admit he's, that he yeah, is. Yeah, no, he's awesome. He's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, we I talk to him almost every day in the dugout. He's always got something funny to say, so he he, he keeps it loose, and I like that. I like you know keeping it loose. Um, moving forward, last couple things. Moving forward, just as far as you know, career wise and stuff goes for you. What are the things you're trying to do the last month? Like you know, from from your perspective, how are you trying to handle this last month of this season to try to make sure that you know 2020 will go the way that you want it to? Yeah, I think the biggest compliment or the biggest you know as a baseball player the best thing we can receive is having an organization say at the end like we can trust you and that's just all aspects of the game from hitting to defense to helping a team win and that's all I want to get to a place with Kansas City where they can genuinely say we can trust Brett Phillips to to be our center fielder to be a, a, a position a player on our team that can help us win so that's that's what I want to try and you focus on the, the little things, though, too, don't you? I mean, you like – like, you go back to those Houston days, you like taking a walk. Yeah, oh, you seem 100%. Like you, yeah, like, I, need, I take you, a lot of pride You take an animated uh, walk. It's excited. not a backflip, but I you – I get excited, yeah. Okay. I get excited, but obviously it's my high energy. But I, there's yeah. nothing worse um, as, you know, for me, when I don't get a job done, like a safety squeeze the other night with a man on third base or, 
getting the runner in or moving a runner over. I want to do those things. And I, I put a lot of pride in working on those things. And, you know, I know Kansas City, they're, they, they want, they're all about that. Like with Milwaukee, I, we didn't bunt. There was like th- two or three sack bunts, but you're in the National League at the same time. Sure. But over here, like I want to be that player. And so I'm going to continue to, you know, try my best to, to execute and practice and get it done. Brett, really do appreciate the time. I promise to bake you something else. Yes, please. I do requests. Um, the cinnamon roll was a – that was a Billy Cookies, Hamilton request. brownies, whatever. Hey, yeah. I'll, you like I'll, to eat? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and regular cake, not not weird cake. Awesome. Thank you, Cody. Uh, Ho- hopefully I'm, I'm tapping the plate here <laughs> the next couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope so, right? <laughs> then we can come full circle on this thing. I'll make sure to send that tweet out if it works yes. out. Yes. Thanks so much. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yes. Thanks so much. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks so much, and we really do appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thanks so much, and we really do appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.